Welcome to Sin Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kratz. Welcome to our recap of the first Democratic, uh, whatever it is. No. And, uh, <laughs> in the hot, hot news, uh, Snuffleupagus said some really racially biased things. Oh, no. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't think he's gonna win. Probably not. And also live from the Spider-Man Far From Home premiere. Yes. Yes. And we find out that Spider-Man isn't dead. <laughs> well, if you watched Endgame. <laughs> A lot of people thought he died. But as it turns out, he was faking it. It turns out that he's not home in this movie. He is actually far from home. Far from home? You don't say. <laughs> How far? He was far from home before. It's true. He was on a planet. Well, <laughs> I don't want to correct you, but his home is a planet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> he was on Titan. <laughs> Teen Titans Go? Which that's is not, pretty good. That's DC. He's pl- crossover. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yeah, Ooh, you, you lightning. Got, you got Robin. You got Thunder. 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 So it's going to thunderstorm is, here. Thor is very angry right now. The Bifrost is open? The oh, Bifrost you're going to have to do this one by yourself. <laughs> I'm going away, guys. No, I'm going to go See too. you later. <laughs> I'm going too. No, only I can hang out with Thor. That, that's not a rule. It's true. <laughs> Who made that rule? Well. Thor and I have a special bond after his recent change. Oh. That doesn't mean that only you can hang out with him. Oh, yes. Yes. That's not a rule. Us changed men stay together. (laughs) Fine, I'm going to go yeet myself off a cliff. Well, I don't know how you're going to get to Vormir. And you need to have somebody there. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just Oh, yeah, I shouldn't say these things. (laughs) Just in case people that I not seen it or listening (laughs) well are you gonna are you gonna wear your cosplay of um what's her name what's his daughter's name gamora gamora thank you Mm. i was gonna say morgana but that's not her that's merlin (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not i don't make that cosplay why not because that's grace makes i mean not that I can't just because Grace did, but Grace mm-hmm. did it so well. Mm-hmm. What's the real reason? I'm not going to say. Why not? Because. Because I don't understand why you just wouldn't say you don't want to put on makeup for I mean, four yeah. hours. I that also, <laughs> which is why I don't want to be Nebula. I mean, I want to be Nebula, but that's too complicated. Everybody wants to be Nebula, but we saw what happens to people who get body modifications and over from black. Over from black, they get them chopped off. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> I feel like Nebula every morning. Did I already make this joke? I feel like I do did. you? Your eyes popped out, and then you have to put it back <laughs> in. <laughs> my arms are like, and I go. Huh. My oh. whole body has to like crack back into proportion. This is scary. 
That's what it feels like every day when I wake up. Really? To crack all my joints back into place. I'm going to come here one morning and just sit outside your door <laughs> and wait for this reassembly of your body in the morning. <laughs> what does Sookie do while you're reassembling? She, well, she's also usually... Also reassembles? She's usually laying on my legs, so that's probably why they get disassembled, because they're just like in one position all night, and so when I move, finally, I'm like... <laughs> She's laying where her thigh used to be connected to her calf. <laughs> yeah. And just so Stephanie needs to move her out of the way so they can rejoin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to do acrobatics to move myself around. So I can... Oh, that's. I definitely want to be here now. Yeah, it's quite an, an adventure. Acrobatic in the body reassembling morning yeah. ritual. Uh. Oh, this is great. <laughs> can I film it? Sure. I'll do it tastefully, like an eight millimeter or okay. something. Okay. Yeah. I have like a lot of body cracking in my brain right now because I just watched a bunch of the Conjuring movies and there's mm-hmm. a lot of body cracking in those movies. Not to mention the sky's cracking outside. The sky is cracking. Crack a lacking. But yeah. So- I watched um Annabelle well, I watched Annabelle and I watched Annabelle Creation. So you watched Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, but you didn't watch Um Annabelle. Which one comes first? <laughs> In the in chronological chronologically, Annabelle creation comes first, and then but Annabelle. It was, but it was released after Annabelle, so I watched them in release order. Okay, because. But where does um Annabelle come in? Shh, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> well, we're closer now. You probably could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't test me. <laughs> uh, so you have to watch the first one to appreciate the second, or you have to watch. The one chronologically, you have to watch the second one to appreciate the first one. Yes, because they tie in together so well that if you've already seen Annabelle and you watch Annabelle Creation and it all ties together, you're like, oh shit, and then it's cool. But if you watch it the right way, if you no, if you watch it release day, it's release way, right? Like that movie came out in 2016 this one came out in 2017 i don't know when they actually came out right but if you watch it the right way the prequel before the quill that's then, what they call then the it's not regular as, one right then it's not a good time you have a prequel a quill and a postquill yeah exactly okay then it's not as cool i think that's like watching firewalk with me before you watch twin peaks that's not allowed because oh. firewalk with firewalk with me is a prequel movie mhm but it was made after Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Firewalk with me, then you get spoiled of who the murderer is of Twin in Twin Peaks. Be- oh. So you don't want cuz like cuz in Twin the prequel Peaks is, you see the murder. Right. And in the series the series is the mystery is who killed murder. Laura Palmer whereas uh. Firewalk with me is Laura Palmer's last 7 days. So you see everything that happens. So if you watch Firewalk with me, then you're spoiling yourself for Twin Peaks and the mystery of who. What if you watch everything up until she's before she's gonna die, and then you stop? No, because you find out like halfway through the movie who it is. That he's plotting to kill her. You find out who it is. Yeah. I mean, no. Oh, but he wouldn't be okay. Is he in the TV series? Yes. So if you didn't watch him kill her, then you wouldn't know that he killed her. You'd still have the mystery. No. It's very obvious when you watch the movie. Oh, okay. So what are we covering today? <laughs> We're covering none of the things we just talked about. <laughs> We're ta- we are talking about Angel, which if you saw the title of the episode, you will know. Um, and I chose this because... It's in high definition. 
Was it? Yeah. Oh, nice. I think it took the whole screen. It did take the whole screen. Um, I chose it because recently, or I guess last week, was Angel's 20th anniversary. Oh, he's only 20? I thought he was much older. <laughs> Were they lying the whole time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the anniversary of season one premiere, which is crazy. Yeah. That's a long time. Stop. You're making, just... me, you're making me feel old. I'm making myself feel old. Not allowed to feel old, Stephanie. We're young. I know. Little babies. Ugh, baby. Um, so I chose an episode of Angel because they were doing the special and they were showing all these pictures of them and like posting these videos and talking about the episodes and I was like, Wait, I miss Angel. Not anymore. So then I watched an episode. Very good. For us. What's Fred's full name? Winifred Burkle. Thank you. Just curious. Why her nickname's Fred? No, I know, I know why her nickname's Fred. I was just wondering what her full name was. Because mm. it's, you know, it's shorter than Winifred. Yes. That's like my name being Brad. Mm-hmm. Even though I announce myself as Bradford. What if I called you Ford? Well, that'd be interesting. <laughs> what if I called you Fraud? <laughs> well, uh, no. F-R-O-D. <laughs> we don't want, want F-R-O-D. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's not- Fraud. Fraud. Frode. Or Frode. People would think my name was Frodo and you were just shortening it. Mine is a letter. What's up, Frode? What's up, Frode? <laughs> They'd think I had hurt mm-hmm. furry feet and I don't. They're, they're quite less hairy than you would think. Mm. They're also proportionate to my body size. Yeah. Unlike a hobbit. It's true. Well, thank you. I'm glad you noticed. I mean, I don't really look at your feet that much. You usually have shoes on. I always have shoes on. Yeah, so I don't see your feet. Nobody sees my feet except for me. <laughs> Congrats and to you. people that go to a pool with me when I'm not wearing shoes or socks. True. Then you can see my feet. Also true. And they can be like, those are some great feet. Sometimes I can see you. <laughs> it's like looking at you through the sliver of the, of the, <laughs> the of mic the boom holder. Mic. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm hiding. You are hiding. I realized I was listening to our episode and I thought that I was too close to the mic. So I'm trying to, I'm like testing how close I am. Yeah. I thought that I was much louder than you were when I was listening. This last episode, I think I had my volume down quite a bit mm. or I was <clears throat> more relaxed and sitting further away. Yeah. And I think I you were am still always, up on it. considering I'm always told to speak up at work, I, <laughs> she says bitterly, <laughs> um, <laughs> I Narrations am always by Stephanie Kratz. I'm always concerned that I'm not speaking loud enough and that no one can hear me. But if you're always speaking up, then you're not making eye contact. <laughs> then they want you to make eye contact, and before you know it, you are Nebula. Got to pop out your eyeball mm-hmm. and rest it on your cheek so you can look at them <laughs> whilst you're speaking up. And they're like, "What are you doing? I'm speaking up. You told me to speak up, but there's nothing up there. There might be spy cameras and and microphones. You don't know." It's true. So, yeah. China. I will not speak up anymore. Huawei. What? Huawei with all their spike microphones and in the world. What? Yes. I'm so confused. You, well, you know, we can't America the 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 orange leader is afraid of Huawei, which is a Chinese telecom manufacturer because he thinks that products from huawei can be used to spy on americans that's right i did post a story about that recently and you forgot already 
Well, Good it's, been a, it's been a long couple days. No, you should forget it because it's gibberish. Yeah. It was uh, mostly, I think, about tariffs that I posted a story, but it was, that was mentioned in there. Oh, you mean the tariffs that our illustrious orange man think uh, the other countries pay for when actually it's us? Yeah. Thanks for the tax cuts you took away with the 25% tariffs you'd... I'm going to stop. The retailers will be passing on the prices to you. I'm not going to stop you, jackass. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) She's probably screaming at the podcast right now, agreeing with me. Anyway, we're not a political podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about a vampire. We weren't? I thought we were doing the recap of the Democratic... <laughs> no, oh, we're okay. not. We're talking about a vampire. Well, that sounds pretty political to me. <laughs> Does it? Sure. You know, the um, whole hierarchy of the vampire uh, family order and the fact that you've got people that are like king vampires and then all of their the They don't do that vampires. in this show. That's like True Blood and what we do in the shadows lore. Buffyverse doesn't really care about hierarchy except for the master. And. But he's like a special case. It's also in Underworld, that hierarchy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so this episode. It was in Buffy too, wasn't it? No, I mean like the master, sure. And yeah, there are vampires that pretend like they're higher ranked or whatever and get lackeys and stuff and minions but like willow vampire like willow mm. vampire like spike like a- angel angelus like the master like harmony attempts to a couple times but there's not like like in true blood where you have like the king of the district mm-hmm. in or the governor vampire like they don't have like official titles it's more self-appointed leadership right right <laughs> it's more like Hmm, I decided today that I'm going to be the leader of this crypt. So Because I'm the strongest Because I'm really strong is. and I'm old and I've killed a bunch more people than you have. You're a baby vampire, so you have to do what I say. Yep, I get that's, it. That's kind of more what the Buffy verse is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But the Angel verse. It is the totally same. Totally different. It is the same verse. They're just We've in Los Angeles. We've got Angel. He's a They're vampire. in the City of Angels. Yep, Angel in the City of Angels. He's a vampire. Then you have uh, Deadlock um, before he was cyborged, or whatever his name was. Who? Isn't it Deadlock? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? What's Death, his name? Death. Death. What? Deathlock? Death Is it Deathlock? <laughs> Deadlock? <laughs> you put me on the spot, and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's Charles Gunn. Oh, Deadlock. It's not Deadlock. It's Deathlock. It? Deathlock. Deathlock. There you go. And then you've got the mom of the two children that have powers in the gifted. And um, she's using a, a, a fake name, her, uh, her, her writing name of Fred. And then. No, Fred came first. And then you've got. So did Gunn. All these people came first. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not okay with these. Saying there are these other people. These people came first. When I watch Agents of Shield, I go, oh, Gun's a uh, de- Gun's Deathlock now. Gun's a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> I knew something was weird about him. So, so this is in season three, episode four, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's called Carpe Noctum. Mm-hmm. Which that means seize the night. Seize the night, which in, in, us- in uh, Latin. Yes, usually you would hear people say seize the day, but this is 
a vampire show, so you will see the night. night. Yeah. Fun fact: I took Latin for four years in high school. How exciting! I was able to translate that right on the fly. Cool, I was too, and I didn't take any Latin. <laughs> well, <laughs> and also fun. Just, just just brag about it. A fun fact: in the first episode of Buffy, she tells Willow to carpe diem seize the day because tomorrow you might be dead. And then Willow goes and gets herself attacked by a vampire. <laughs> Oops. Uh, oops. <laughs> Shouldn't have walked down that alley alone. No, she decided to get her flirt on, but she got her flirt on with a vampire. That's, Too bad. Was he cute? No. Well, Not even like 90s cute. That girl needs to set her bar higher. Well, Willow is, well, I guess she's bisexual, but you know. She's adorable. She is adorable, but that's why she yep. had Oz. Mm-hmm. Oz and this was before she met Ted and her husband. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember his name, otherwise I'd say it. Marshall? There you go. <laughs> he was a department store. So, if you're un I don't know if there's any... I guess the pertinent previously for this would be Angel has been running a detective agency, kind of like a noir private investigation with Cordelia, who is from Buffy. Mm -hmm. She moved to Los Angeles. Um, Wesley eventually came in the middle of season one, episode eight or so, eight or nine. So happy for him. He decided to- He was so uptight. Yes, he was on on Buffy. He was one of her watchers that came in after Giles was fired. Mm -hmm. And then he moved to Los Angeles as a rogue demon hunter. Mm -hmm. And he failed miserably at that. And then he joined the team. And now he's like research boy. Mm-hmm. And Charles Gunn came in late season one. He was kind of like part of, he was like leading like a vampire killing gang. And he's, but then his sister got sired and it was a whole drama. But now he's joined the angel team. Okay. And then they found Fred when they went to a different planet, or not a planet, a different dimension called Pylea. Mm-hmm. And Fred, also Amy Acker is the actress. She, uh, she was living in a cave for five years because she, on that planet, the demons think of humans as slaves and call them cows. And so she escaped her demon captor and was living in a cave. And then Angel, Cordelia, Gunn, Wesley, they burst in because uh, Cordelia, had, Cordelia has visions. Cordelia had a vision um, and they went there and rescued her. Well, Angel kind of rescued Fred and so thus she has a little bit of a crush on him. She has visions now. Cordelia does. In season one, she did not. She got visions in season one. Okay. Because oh, he was only on the show that short. Doyle was only in seven episodes. Or I think he was in no, it was eight episodes. I and like then he, Doyle. Yeah. Well, then he passed away like a few months later, I think, or maybe a year later. I'm not sure. Like in real life. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, Glenn. Glenn Quinn. He passed away. I think he, it was like drug related, which is really sad. And then Andy Hallett, who plays Lauren, the green karaoke demon, he also passed away. No. Yeah. Why? Why? Why like are you a, telling me these things? He had like things? a heart issue. Don't. Why? Why, are you, just, why are you wrecking everything, Stephanie? Because they reminded me of it all when I was reading all these stories and from the why? show. And, you why know, did 20 missing. years have to come? Damn you, 20 years. <sighs> yeah. I met Andy Hallett. He was lovely. That's beautiful. Beautiful story. He called me some sort of pastry, as he called everyone on the show. Muffin? Muffin, sweetie pie. Donut? 
some he called me some pastry when i met him i don't remember but like you know he called everyone some sort of pastry on the show okay and i think there's a joke where angel's like i don't know where lauren is he's just always talking about calling me pastries and or he's or yeah he like yells at lauren to stop calling him pastries yeah <laughs> sugar muffin cutie pie cutie pie etc anyway What's that up, is Twinkie? kind of the overarching oh how you doing ho-ho there is some <laughs> there is some relevant buffy related stuff too also going on because okay. we get that at the end remember yes yes um because this is concurrently happening at what time in the buffy universe the very beginning of season six of buffy okay so as far as they know buffy's dead <laughs> Because she jumped into a portal and killed herself to save the world. So heroic. Yes. And then Thanos came. Jeez. Yeah. The portal was on Vormir, wasn't it? She thought she was saving the world. Don't talk about it. It was a big joke. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So, okay. That's kind of the rundown of what's been going on in the backstory of Angel. So Cordelia, Wesley, Gunn are just chilling, researching. Mm-hmm. They live in a giant hotel mm-hmm. that they use as their business slash home, some of them. Mm-hmm. Fred moseys down to the lobby very quietly. She startles Cordy. She's a ninja. Yes. Um, and she's wondering where Angel is. Cordy says he's probably upstairs, and Fred assumes that he must be... Brooding. <laughs> Well, Cordy assumes he's brooding. Fred <laughs> assumes he's reading something very deep. Uh-huh. And you can tell that she's got a crush on him. She's very enamored with Angel. Well, he is an attractive man. He is an attractive man. Uh, but Angel appears with a newspaper. Poof. He's, yep, poof. He wants to go see the Charlton Heston double feature because obviously he is an old man. See how they did that was the joke was on you. They were filming the whole scene of a mirror and then they just turned the camera around and there he was (laughs) you mean how they film a vampire on screen well they were filming so no they were filming the mirror of the scene of the room angel was there the whole time i'm just saying that because they were filming the mirror you didn't know it what vampires don't cast a reflection stephanie oh okay it's everything when you have to explain the joke. Well, it was confusing. It's like the three guys walk into a bar. It didn't make sense because they're in the ducks. lobby and he was up on a different level. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it's a sense. Big mirror. Okay. <laughs> he was upstairs. Anyway, Fred it's a is Barney-sized mirror. Fred is all about going to the movie, and the other one, the other people are just like, "Nah, I'm good," and. Angel says, certain friends and coworkers have tried to accuse me of being the stay-at-home sulk one. Mm-hmm. But he's all about going out to the movies. La, la, la. Yeah. Or and as he likes to call them, the moving the pictures. The moving pictures, because he's <laughs> a vampire. Because he's old. He's 200 and something years old. 270. He remembers the first moving 170, picture. 170, I can't remember. Maybe Spike's 170 and Angel's 270. I lose track. I had so much Buffy knowledge jammed in there. It's all getting discombobulated. Yep. The brain can only hold so much. I used much. to know so much. <laughs> you, need, uh, you need that drug from Lucy to expand your mind. I do. I need it to be like, I need to hold all the Buffy knowledge and all the angel <laughs> knowledge and all the other knowledge. Like, 
I, I think about other things I used to be super into. Yeah. And all of the knowledge that I held of yeah. those things. Like? Like Sailor Moon. I knew yeah. so much about Sailor Moon. And now it's just gone. I have like a 15% knowledge of it now, maybe. Uh, sad. I used to know every single episode of Buffy title in order. That's like 170 episodes. Or and 100 now? And 122. Now you have to look it up. I could probably get pretty far. I would. Pro- I don't think I'd know it as well, but I feel like I'd do pretty well. Okay. But like that's one of that's an example of something I used to know. Right. Because I'm insane. This is why we didn't do good at Buffy trivia. You've relegated Buffy to 32 percent of your trivia? brain. We did. Mm. I get nervous doing trivia. It makes me too stressed. I forget everything. It's like being on the <laughs> podcast. It's like too much pressure, and then I don't remember anything. There's a paper and pencil. It's gone. There's why a microphone. This it's is why gone. I don't excel at tests. I excel at writing papers. That's why I became a writing major. Not oh, very a, good. Very anything good. else. Because I don't do well. I don't test well. Too much pressure. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Some man is boning some ladies in a hotel suite. Mm-hmm. But they need a break. This is too much for those two ladies. Those poor ladies. So he gets up and makes himself a martini. Mm-hmm. Says something about how it's good to be young, and he's ready for round four. It's a lot of rounds. <laughs> yep. But then he gets kind of a headache, mm-hmm. and he starts chanting in a different language. And then we see some weird energy kind of be pulled out of his body. Right. And then the man kind of melts a little bit, but then a big rubber skin puddle falls to the floor. So all the bugs left him. Yes. This is just mixing in with everything. Uh Uh-huh. Men in Black, Buffy, How I Met Your Mother, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There was something else. Oh. The gifted. Mm-hmm. It's just a big old family of awesome TV shows and movies. Anyway, continue. Sure. Sugar water. <laughs> That's saw- what he said just before he died. Yep. I need sugar water. <laughs> he was drinking a martini though. That's why. He, need- he just shriveled him right up there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the new Men in Black. By the way, it was cute. Is it cute? I thought it was fun. Okay. Tessa and Chris were very adorable. Were they? Mm-hmm. Well, Valkyrie and Thor should be yeah. very adorable. It was like... They have a lot of practice together. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is like such a deep, amazing movie. It was just like, this was fun, and I enjoyed it, and I had a good time watching it. So. I think it came in a little under budget on yeah. its opening weekend. Didn't quite hit the numbers. It was yeah. open. Well, I tried. I helped. Neither did the number one film. I don't think... Mm. Toy Story 4 didn't hit the number they were shy of what they were hoping yeah but anyway that's enough movie (laughs) box office opening trivia so Fred goes on and on they get back from their date Mm -hmm. Fred goes on and on about her movie date with Angel and she's talking to Wesley about it Mm -hmm. how he even bought the jumbo popcorn and she's so excited about how gentlemanly he was and even though we didn't talk a lot, it was still okay. It wasn't that awkward kind of quiet. You know, that awkward kind of quiet. Then there's an awkward kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah. 
Wesley's very, not used to talking. Very prominent awkward silence. No, it's not that. To women. It's because Wesley likes Fred. <gasps> you don't say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's not too, he doesn't really want to hear about her date. Makes him sad. Yeah. I could see how that would work. I've, I've, I may have experienced that in the past. Word. Oh, you have too? Yeah. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It literally happened two months ago, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess I have to believe it now. <laughs> uh, Cordelia tells Angel that he has to talk to Fred about the big date they went on. Right. And Angel's like, hey, it was just a movie. It wasn't a date. And he's like, she's, whatever. She shouldn't read too much into it. Like, she's just being excited. Get right. over it. And Cordelia says, mm, she's got the big puppy, puppy love. And she says, I mean, who wouldn't? You're handsome and brave and heroic, but emotionally stunted, erratic, prone to turning evil, and let's face it, a eunuch. <laughs> she started out so good. <laughs> Classic Cordelia. He corrects her, though. He is not a eunuch. It's, she just says it's just a figure of speech, and he says, get a better one. <laughs> but it's true. If Angel experiences one moment of happiness, he turns evil and loses his soul. Into Angelus. His full birth given name. <laughs> no. <laughs> his, he's so old, that's his Greek name. His name is Liam. Oh. I like Angelus better. Yeah. Oh, God. Liam? Uh-huh. Liam. <laughs> Fetch me my horse, Liam. I don't know why I'm being Audrey Hepburn for this part, but Liam. He was born in 1727. Liam! My corns! They're not going to rub themselves. (laughs) (laughs) How old is that? That's old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that math. What year? 1727. And then he was sired in 1753. So, 1727. So he's 100 years old at 1827, then 200 years old at 1927. He's 292 right now. Ooh. So I guess I was, I was correct with the 270s and, and he's spikes a, in the and one. And he's on a SWAT team. And spikes in the 130, 150 range. So she pulls Angel up from his chair and drags him into Wesley's office where Fred still is gushing about him. Seems kind of, I mean, is she superhuman? Because, you know, I think he could have just, like, <laughs> not moved and she would have been stuck, yeah. you know? Just. But. Is it the, the perks of having visions? No. Oh. He's just being like, oh, okay. He's, okay. Just being a, he's just being a person. I guess I'll do it. Uh-huh. But he immediately changes the subject to the dead body he saw in the newspaper, which was the shriveled skin man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is it a spell? Is it a curse? Is it a serial demon? We got to go. Figure this out, guys. And then he completely ignores Fred. Serial demon. Those are the worst. <laughs> um, and you know, Wolfram... you just want some lucky charms and you can't get it because there's a serial demon. <laughs> that eats all of your... Yep, eats it all. Eats all of them. All the lucky charms, all the cocoa puffs. 
all the oh, fruity man. pebbles, all of the fruit loops, all of the my favorite uh special K, all of it's not really my favorite, but the special K with the berries is really good. Cocoa Puffs is my favorite. Yeah, are you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? I'm so cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But I've been eating a lot of um <laughs> Did you hear a couple uh Toys R Us's are gonna open before the holidays? Yeah, I wrote an article about it. Did you really? Yes. Oh great. It's called Retail. I write for retail news, dude. <laughs> all right my man i didn't know you wrote an article about it i sure did i just i'm happy that guy didn't want to grow up because he's a toys r us kid yeah they sold their shares some company there were a million toys at toys r us that he could play with but now he can again because he's gonna bring back two locations for the holidays with the hopes of more in 2020 Yep. You should know this. You wrote an article on it. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> me telling you what you know about. <laughs> it's like that time that uh, uh, the theory of everything. Uh, who plays that? Who who plays uh, uh, him? Eddie Redmayne. Thank you. Yes. He got to meet the man the myth the legend and because it was a meeting in which it wasn't prepared you know there's a lot of time while Stephen Hawking is preparing his answers mm-hmm. and Eddie Redmayne in a, in a interview said he just kept telling him things that he had done and he's like <laughs> I'm sitting here like an idiot telling this man about his life when he clearly knows everything about it uh, remember the time you did this how about this <laughs> that's you going like did you isn't your cat cool? Did you know Sookie? She's really cool, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's cool of personality. If you touch her, though, she's warm. Because <laughs> she's a warm-blooded mammal. <laughs> I've never touched her if she's been sitting on the air conditioner, though. She might be cool then. She gets cool then. <laughs> oh, Maybe after is... a bath. Have you ever given her a bath? No. I don't want to die. <laughs> she will murder you in your sleep she doesn't cats don't eat bass they bathe themselves if you wash them you'll wash the oils right out of them they're good oils well don't use dawn hmm? don't use dawn dawn isn't here until tomorrow <laughs> dawn saves wildlife saves wildlife <laughs> she loves that joke anyway this is a shit show already <laughs> we're like 10 how, minutes into the episode how 10 34 i mean into the <laughs> angel episode oh okay <laughs> got a ways to go all right i'm sorry I'll, I'll quit i'm just off my game because you know we're recording on a wednesday it's true and i've had, been at a conference all day so i'm discombobulated mm-hmm. uh, at evil law firm wolfram and hart mm-hmm. lawyer lila morgan chats with other lawyer gavin about how they're going to go after Angel. And, you know, his plan is to go after him with building permits and red tape and blah, blah, blah for his hotel. And Lila's like, nah, I don't know. But either way, it gives her an idea to do something, and she runs off into her office. Mm-hmm. That's all we get there. Cool. It's like we were just on Cylon Occupied Caprica. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> they talked. They ran. One minute, the end. <laughs> so, with further research with the Angel Investigations team, mm-hmm. they've, dis- they've discovered there have been three incidents of young men dying in fancy hotel rooms 
in their shriveled states. <laughs> shriveled skin states. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. And Fred says something kind of funny. She says, can you imagine shelling out all that money for a snazzy suite and then kerplop, you're a big bag of mush bones. <laughs> like that pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cordelia learns that the men were all members of the same gym, and so she and Angel head there mm-hmm. to go interview those guys. And then Gunn is going to go interview the hotel staff, and then Wesley's going to go look at the dead mush bones. Mm-hmm. And then Fred does but not. But not the skin. Yeah. Fred doesn't just, get an assignment. Just the mush bones. So she's just like, oh, all right. I'll just stay here. Yep. I'll leave the light on because she's in a hotel. I'm so sorry. That was so bad. I apologize. They're not in a Motel 6, but you know what? I just had to. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, it is the 90s, so like all these 90s commercials are running through my head now. Thus, Toys R Us. Thus, the Motel 6. We'll leave the light on. So, uh, Cordelia, they get to the gym, and Cordelia sees all the hot gym dudes, so she decides to disrobe a little bit. She takes her coat off. Mm-hmm. Launts herself while mm-hmm. Angel talks to someone that works there. He's asking about steroid use and wants to get a look at their records to see if these guys were juicing, I guess, and turning them into weird skin piles. Right. But they find out, he finds out that the guys were all in the same Pilates class, and that's kind of the only connection that they have. And Cordelia is <laughs> interviewing. What are you giggling about? Because Angel goes, oh, Pilates, is that like Tybo? <laughs> Angel doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's 290 like, years old. Yeah. Or 270 like, at the time. He's even like worse off now. <laughs> uh-huh. And Cordelia, meanwhile, is interviewing a bunch of hot dudes, and she's like, she's got, she's surrounded by gym guys, and she's mm-hmm. like, so did you ever see anyone come in who looked suspicious or really pale or maybe green and scaly? Mm-hmm. All normal questions. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when she was interviewing people on, on Buffy, because Buffy could hear people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. She got an aspect of the demon. Yeah. And she heard someone say they were going to kill everyone. Okay. And she couldn't figure out who it was, so everyone was interviewing a bunch of people. And Cordelia was like, hey, <laughs> are you planning to murder a bunch of people tomorrow? Oh, it's for the yearbook. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was a student. Uh, it was a lunch lady. Uh, she put rat poison in the food. Lunch ladies. So Angel goes to check out the Pilates class. He just like walks in while everyone's working out. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even join in. No, come on, Angel. Get well, he was wearing leather pants, I believe. So. I don't think he. I don't think he was wearing leather pants just yet. Oh, okay. A leather He's, coat. He saves those for special occasions, <laughs> like being evil. Okay. Or what's going to happen soon. He notices a weird light kind of flashing across the street in a mm-hmm. window. It's a raccoon, probably. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in like an upper window. It's a high-rise <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> uh, so he, he looks at the building and sees that it's a retirement community. So he goes to interrupt Cordelia, who is collecting various phone numbers to go mm-hmm. tell her he's going to go across the street. And she's like, okay, whatever. Leave me alone. Right. I'll pick you up. Whatever. You're wrecking my mojo. He's trying to cock block her. Ma'am. So 
Angel goes to the room that he saw the flashy light thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he interviews this old man named Mr. Roscoe. Mm-hmm. He spots his binoculars that he's using to look out the window. And, he, and he's like, oh, whatever. No harm in looking. I'm an old guy. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Right, right. Um, and he's, he wants to know if he was looking at any of the men. And he's like, oh, I'm a girl watcher. Like, okay, Creepo, calm down. Yeah, yeah. And then Angel notices, he kind of looks around the room a little bit more, and then he notices the man's Nothian herb jar, which he says is a pretty exotic item for, you know, someone such as himself, mm-hmm. such as the older man. Right. Old man. Um, and then he notices he has all these extreme sports magazines, which is also kind of weird for an old guy to have. Well, he's living vicariously through yeah, the I articles. Suppose. I suppose. That's like guys getting Playboy magazines, I mean. Yeah, I suppose. Or girls getting Playboy mag- Playgirl magazines. Yeah. And then he faces or, Angel. And or, then he starts. Or cats getting the mailers for paws or something like that. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and then he faces Angel and he starts chanting in a weird language. And Angel kind of laughs at him, like, what are you doing, dude? Like. And then suddenly their essences are switched. Mm-hmm. The old man's goes into Angel, and the Angel's goes into the old man's. And Angel go, Angel inside of this is going to get confusing again. These body swap things, man. Yep, they're hard. Angel inside of the old man says, you, you're me. And then the old man... Headbutts him. Headbutts him and knocks yep. him out. Now he's in the old... And yeah. Now he's in the old man chair. <laughs> yeah. Concussed. So, old man inside Angel <laughs> mm-hmm. goes outside, and Cordelia's waiting for him. And he's kind of leering at her like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'll take you back to the hotel. And he's like, all right, you and me going back to the hotel. <laughs> she's like, okay, weirdo, get in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then back at, the, back at the hotel, Angel, air quote. Yeah. I'm just going to go Angel. Okay. Instead of old man inside angel. It's, it's a good be thing it. you're doing that because everybody can see. I know, everyone throw those can air see. quotes. <laughs> or is it going to be the inflection? Angel. angel. Air quote. I could just say air quote. You could. Or old. I don't know what's easier. Angel inside old man. Old man inside angel. Angel air quote would be better. Angel air quote. Yeah. Old man air quote. Yeah. Okay. Angel air quote goes to the counter and dings the bell wondering. And then Cordelia like goes back there. And um, he's like, hey, what are you doing? Are you allowed back there? And she's talking about, oh, I wonder how Wes and Gunn are doing. And he's like, Wes and Gunn. And then he spots the, the name tags, or not the name tags, the business cards. Yeah, okay. Because the, the t- when they go out, they put on name tags. Shut up. Hello, I'm I, Angel. I corrected myself immediately. <laughs> Leave me alone. I corrected myself immediately. If I don't give you a receipt, <laughs> you get a refund. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? I fixed it immediately. <laughs> Why are you so rude? Hi. Because <laughs> the name tags is kind of funny. I could see you putting one on. <laughs> Hi, I'm, if you'll notice by my name tag, Angel. I work for Angel Investigations. Yes, it's, yes, it's named after me. And um, <laughs> I'd give you this, but it's the only one I got. Can you remember? 
there's an episode where they do put name tags on. <laughs> so he's 20 like, years ago, you used to know what that episode was and what minute it happened in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is accurate. So <laughs> he's looking at the business cards. Yep. And sees all the different names of his coworkers. Uh huh. And he's like, Wes and Gunn, they're a great part of our investigation team. Working here with us in this old abandoned hotel. And then he sees Cordelia. And she looks at him and he's like, have I ever told you you're a very beautiful woman? And then she tells him he needs to go have a talk with Fred. And of course, the old man assumes that Fred is a man. Yep. (laughs) And he's very disappointed that Angel's gay. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, for him. Old man, air quote, uh, wakes up. He gets to the phone and calls the hotel, and he tries to leave a message, but Angel, air quote, answers. Mm -hmm. And then old man, air quote, gets in trouble with the nursing home attendant for using the phone. Right. And he kind of shuffles him back to his room, and he says, at least you're not having an episode. He's like, my advice, Marcus, if you start thinking you're a 24-year-old stud, or some famous skateboarder, you got to keep it to yourself unless you want to wake up in the restraints again. Well, he tested him and covered his name tag. And this was a <laughs> <laughs> this was a really cool part, I uh-huh. thought, personally, because it shows how uh, observant Angel was about everything. And yeah. the fact that he had caught that. Good investigator right there. He is. I mean, it's he's not got Angel chops. Investigations for nothing. It's true. <laughs> Read his name, name tag. <laughs> yeah, read his name tag. It's on a, it's on the counter at the hotel. <laughs> he forgot it. <laughs> well, they were trying to be inconspicuous while they were interviewing people. Uh-huh. So the next part is very funny. It's okay. one of my favorite. I was watching it and I had to pause and laugh because I remembered what was coming and it made me laugh so much. Okay. Because I was just, I just delight in rewatching. Good old episodes. shows, yep, mm-hmm. gotcha. Twenty-year-old shows. Twenty-year-old shows. Well, this is, I guess, seventeen years old because it's season three. <laughs> so the next day, Cordelia goes into the office and finds Angel asleep in a pile of case files. Mm-hmm. She wakes him up and she's like, "Why didn't you go to your room?" And he's like, "Oh, right, my room. Uh, I just wanted." <laughs> yes, sir. He was asleep in a pile of case files. Because he didn't know where his coffin was. <laughs> Angel sleeps in a bed. He's not a what we do in the shadows vampire. He has a big plush bed and is in a hotel room. Oh, yeah. He said he was looking for the case file about the, their, their current investigation. Mm-hmm. And she has it, but she won't give it to him until he has that talk with Fred. And just then, Wesley pulls up in the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I have this great tea. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Being mm-hmm. very British. Yes. And Angel's like, all right. Angel air quote. I bet he locks away all of his insecurities in a box. Mm-hmm. Nice and organized. And he's like, so we got to talk. <laughs> and Cordelia leaves and Angel sits down with Wesley. Angel air quote sits down mm-hmm, with Wesley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, the thing is, I got nothing against you personally. It's just... uh." Uh, I don't know how to spit this out. I mean, whatever we had, whatever we did, I just think we should keep that uh, between us, you know, keep it behind us, start from scratch, you know, two men working side by side, but none of that funny stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Wesley is extremely confused. (laughs) Yeah. 
as he's talking because he's just kind of stumbling over this as he's talking to him he's just like what the fuck Mm -hmm. and he's like and then angel air quote offers him his hand and he shakes it and he's like okay sure great and then they hug it out right but then while they're hugging cordelia's like wesley and he's like yes Mm -hmm. and he's like oh you're wesley (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he and then Wesley tells Angel that Fred's up in her room. And that makes him happy. Yeah, he's like, oh, her room, of course. Okay, great. <laughs> so then Gunn arrives with breakfast for burritos, and Angel tips him, and he's like, thanks, bro, keep the change. And Gunn is like, okay. <laughs> and Angel starts eating all the burritos, and they're confused about why. They're like, why are you eating? He's like, I'm starving. <laughs> Which is logical. I, yeah, if you don't eat, uh-huh. there might be a rumbling. Mm-hmm. So Gunn has information about the escorts, the dead men hired before they died. Mm-hmm. And Gunn and Wesley argue over who can interview them. And Cordelia's like, I'm going to do it. He's like, are there any men left who aren't just dogs? And then Angel's, Angel, Angel, air quotes. Angel air quotes scolds them. He's like, you know, a woman is more than just a piece of meat. At least that's what he thinks. Sure, Marcus. But does he? (laughs) Hell no, not this angel. Okay. Not that old man. Not that gross old man. Girl watcher. Right. He doesn't tell people he's girl watching. He tells them that he's bird watching because he's old enough to call girls birds. (laughs) Ha! Nice. Thanks. Uh, Angel, Angel air quote, is at the hotel alone. He starts shredding all the evidence from his own crimes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Fred appears. Poof. Poof. Angel immediately starts hitting on her. He kind of uses the same line. Have I ever told you you're a very beautiful woman? This guy has no imagination. Right? And he's like feeding her an olive from his martini glass. And mm-hmm. he goes and he tells her to go put on something pretty so they can go out on the town. So she runs away. She scampers away happily. Yes, yes. Giddily. Very excited. And then Lila appears. Lila from Wolfram and Hart. Right. She says she's got him certifications for the hotel. And he's like, not even listening. He's just pouring them martini glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all just like, slut. yeah. It goes from Fred to Lila in a second. Yeah. And he pours them both martinis and he uses the same line. Have I ever told you you're a very beautiful woman? Yep. It's getting old. Old man air quote is once again trying to sneak around the nursing home to get out. He decides to pull the fire alarm so we can make a break for it. It's pretty good. In the chaos. Yep. But unfortunately, he is inside of an old human man, and he right. starts having a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> and he falls over. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> it is a problem. Back at the hotel, Lila is getting real tipsy after her martinis. Well, yeah, he makes them strong. Yeah, he did. And then she gets up to leave, but then he sticks his foot out. Angel air quote sticks his foot out to block her path. Mm-hmm. And then she starts giggling, like, oh, what's going on here? And then they start making out. Yeah. And then they start undressing. Yeah. And then he sweeps all of poor Wesley's shit off the desk. Poor Wesley. And then they start getting busy. Right. And then Fred, of course, comes in at this exact moment. And sees. In a very nice dress. In a very cute dress. She looks yes. very cute. And then she is like, oh no. And then runs away. Mm-hmm. Hurt. 
very hurt. And then Devastated. Angel, old man Angel, sorry, Angel Destroyed Airport. Destroyed even. Yeah, she is destroyed. She liked him, and she thought they were going to go on a date. Yep. Date number two, probably, right. in her brain. But here he is, cheating on her already. Yeah. And Angel, air quote, while, they're, while he's kissing her neck, vamps out and starts biting her and drinking her blood. Oh, okay. And then Lila is furious and pushes him off and holds out a cross. And he's like, what, are you born again all of a sudden? <laughs> He's very confused. And right. she, well, she runs away. She's like, "Fuck you, dude. Bye." Right. I don't know what touch you, me again. Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. I don't know what you thought this was. Like, I can't believe I fell for this. Whatever. She thinks it's all a ploy of some sort. Right. But it's a very confusing ploy. Are these two working together? Um, they're like frenemies. Okay. Like sometimes, for the most part, they're enemies. But every now and again, they'll help each other out if it will benefit themselves. Oh, so she's trying to advance herself at Wolfram and Hart. Yes. Over. So she's, and, but also she's like, yeah, over Gavin. Like she hates Gavin. So okay. giving Angel the certification was like a fuck you to Gavin more gotcha. than a, more okay. than a favor to Angel. I understand. That. Yeah. That's gotcha. kind of how Wolfram and Hart people work. Okay. Um, but then like, yeah, Angel would go to Lila if you need something. Lila goes to Angel sometimes. It's a weird relationship. Yeah. It's because it's Lila and Gavin. Yeah. So he's very confused about why she's so upset and he's. She feels his bumpy face, because on the Buffy angel verse, when you vamp out, your whole forehead gets bumpy and smushes together, mm-hmm. and you grow fangs and stuff, and he like pokes his fang, and he's like, ow, and then he has blood on his finger. Right. He goes to the mirror to see what is going on with his face, but oh, <laughs> he has no reflection, so. Oops. Alrighty, then. Uh, then he got an idea. Well, first... um. Old man time. Oh. Old man, air quote, is lying in a hospital bed. And hooked up he's to IVs. Hooked and... up to a lot of machines and IVs. Yep, yep. And he's mostly just very surprised that he can feel his heart beating again because it's Angel and he's, you know, he hasn't had a heartbeat oh, in so long. that's right, because he's the undead. Yeah. So he's like amazed that it's even beating in general, which yeah. is kind of sweet. It is. Even if it's a sh- kind of a shitty heart, but. Sure. <laughs> Overused. Yeah. And the. Hospital guy says it's his fourth heart attack that month. Yep. That's a lot in a month. Well, there were three other bodies. Yeah. So. Uh, Cordelia comes back to the hotel after interviewing the escorts, but they didn't really have any information. And it seems deserted. And then she hears Fred crying and she finds her in the elevator. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work, presumably, because it's an old hotel. Maybe she didn't push a button. I think it just doesn't work because it's oh. under renovation. Okay. It's kind of under construction like the entire show. Okay. <laughs> um, Cordelia feels bad because she assumes Angel finally talked to her about their date that wasn't a date. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I made him do that. I made him talk to you. This is all my fault. You're upset. And Fred's like, you told him to make out with that woman on the desk. <laughs> And Cordelia is very confused. <laughs> as, she, as she should be. <laughs> uh, angel old man. Angel, sorry. Old man air quote. Getting all confused. Yes, you are. Wait, no. Angel air quote. Okay. <laughs> old man inside of angel. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem right. It's prowling outside a club. Or prowling in a club. Mm-hmm. In the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> He's setting his sights <laughs> on a woman. 
Her boyfriend gets up. He takes his place. They flirt and drink and feel each other up under the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. takes her outside. And, mm-hmm. oh, he's wearing his pleather pants now. Oh, yeah. You sure they're pleather, not leather? They might be leather. I mean, he seems to be a person who would appreciate the real deal. It's possible. Leather breeds more. But Angel Investigations is very poor. But They don't make any money on that job. But those leather pants could be really old. I mean, he could have killed and fashioned those pants himself <laughs> from true. the cow it's he true. drank of. That is very <laughs> true. Either way, he's got his shiny pants on. Yes. His shiny leather pants on, which yes. means he's... Raring to go. He's raring to go. Uh, he's like, you're going to love the stink that comes out of these when they come off. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because... As many Buffy fans will know, as soon as Angel turned evil, he wore leather pants all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just this thing. When he's a good boy, he has normal pants. Right. <laughs> good old khakis. Dickies, even. <laughs> Maybe not that. He's still dark and brooding. I'm, oh, navy blue dickies. <laughs> uh, so he's making out with this chick outside, and then... He vamps out and starts biting her, mm-hmm. and she's all horrified. And the girl's boyfriend comes out, and he's like, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And then he punches Angel, but then his fist like breaks on his face, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh my god, what?" And then Angel punches him, and he goes flying, and he goes flying in the air. He's like, "Whoa, nice!" And then he starts fighting a bunch of the guys that have come out of the bar, and he just takes them all out real easily. Yep. And they're like, what are you on, man? He's like, well, you know, I'd say I'm high on life, only I ain't alive, which means I'm never going to die, and I'm going to be young and handsome and strong forever. And he jumps off the whatever the hell they were on. <laughs> I don't know. Probably a raised driveway or a something. A raised something yeah. or another, yeah. And he runs away. The balcony. Maybe it was a balcony. Balcony. Yeah. So, Wesley is understandably horrified that Angel was getting it on with someone on his desk Mm -hmm. and how this isn't like him at all. And Cordelia says, this is totally like him, doing the mystery dance with some cheap blonde. But Fred says it was a cheap brunette. And she's like, you're right, this isn't like him. (laughs) Because, you know, Buffy, Darla, blondes. And then Wesley's kind of looking around the office some more, and he says, I don't think it matters who she was. The question is, who is he? Uh, so Cordy and Gunn immediately assume oh he's Angelus again right sorry Angelus yes well Wesley discovered you gotta put the right emphasis on the correct syllable exactly gotcha and then but Wesley's like no I don't think he's Angelus because why would a vampire need to read about vampires Uh this guy's the worst investigator right leaving Uh, clues all over the place yeah he shred the wrong shit mm-hmm. and he says this case we've been working on each of the victims exhibited wild uncharacteristic behavior before they died they weren't themselves not whatever or whomever um whoever took them over so like they were assuming it was a demon but now they think it's like some sort of body swap thing gotcha Cordelia, uh cordelia he wants to know when you were with him at the gym did anything unusual happen to angel and she says no but she wasn't with him when he went to the retirement home. Bingo. Yep, that's when he found his mortality and got afraid and thought, I have to live up life now because I might die one day. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's all that happened. 
just takes one poor trip on a staircase made out of wooden railings. I mean, you know, a self-staking <laughs> by accident. Aww. It could happen. It's true. Yeah, he could just become dust. Like, oh, that splinter was way too close to my heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe somebody flicks a toothpick in his direction and, and he just, uh, I don't know, is like accidentally stabbed through the heart with a toothpick. That would be so sad. Maybe he finds love, and then, you know, uh, as we all know, uh, the cherub that is, um, what's his name? Cupid? Yeah. His arrows are made out of wood. (laughs) (laughs) I always think about the vampires that got staked in really lame ways on Buffy, and I'm like, man, you got taken out by a pencil. Or like hair chopsticks. It's wood. Sad. Sad for them. (laughs) <laughs> but funny to me okay uh so poor old man air quote is trying to break free again he's, right he's like waiting for the security guard to leave the desk so he can go get out but then his friend his friend comes over to him and he's like hey i really want you to meet my uh grand grandbaby grandbaby yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't remember if it was a boy or girl yeah oh wait no that <laughs> happened way earlier did it? I, I didn't say that. I know I wrote it down, but I think I missed it. But either way, his friend is there again. So right. he had he oh, blocked yeah. him before so he couldn't get out through that. And then that's when he set the fire alarm because he was like, right. this is my last resort. And this time he was going to block him again. Yeah. And then this time his old, his friend is like, oh, your, your son is here. And he's like, my son. And it's angel. Or it's air quote angel. Air quote angel. So... He runs away in a very geriatric way. <laughs> yes, and then he and then Angel air quote hits old man air quote with a big stick. And then You mean old man air quote hits Angel air quote? Maybe that's what I meant. That's what you did mean. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm all confused by my notes. And he says, So I guess you finally found a body that won't burn out, huh, Marcus? Only one way you can keep it, though, right? You gotta kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my ear's ringing. Why would that be the only way he could keep it? Because otherwise he has to go back at some point. Well, he was going back because the body was burning out and he did the chant. I don't know. They don't explain the rules. I'm just saying. If the body won't burn out, he never has to do the chant to get back to his own body so he doesn't die in the body that's burning out. Yeah. Who knows? What if vampires do burn out? I guess they never what got if that, that spell? Far. Yeah, what if that spell does burn out his body and mm-hmm. he's going to turn into a meat sack that yeah. then just turns into dust probably? Yeah. Because as he falls to the floor, a splinter hits the back of his chest and, <laughs> and touches his, his heart, which is now not contained in a rib cage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Angel air quote mm-hmm. says, um, you're the one that doesn't seem to know what you had. As far as I can tell, you're the world's worst vampire. Vampires don't help people, you moron. They kill him. Here, let me show you. <laughs> oh, the lessons. Tee And he's, and then Angel Air, sorry, Old Man Air Quote says, You may have the attitude and you may have the power, but there's one thing you don't have and never will. Friends. And then the shot widens, and there's Cordy and Fred and Wesley and Gunn walking mm-hmm. in through the door behind Old Man. Nope. Oh, yeah, sorry, behind Angel Air Quote. <laughs> <laughs> Armed with a crossbow, Four of them a couple standing of behind bats. you with big heavy things. Yeah. 
And Cordelia says, your angel with that cologne? I don't think so. Oh. So then they start beating him with sticks and stuff and then tase him. And Angel says there's a big old shrine in his room that they need to go figure out. Um, and Angel- Wesley says it's an Algier- Algerian body switching spell. Mm-hmm. And then Fred gives Angel's body's head an extra whack or two for good measure. And an old man, air quote, is like, he's out, he's out, don't do that. <laughs> they tie Angel's body up and then Angel inside the old man reads the spell and then their essences switch back. Right. And then everything's fine. I feel like they should have tied the old man up too. But I mean, I guess he's an old man. He was knocked out. No, 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 no. I mean, Angel inside of the old man. I feel like they should have tied him up too because they were switching them back. He's an old man. But he's an old man. Yeah. Yeah. What's he going to do? I don't know. Do another spell? (laughs) Throw his false teeth at them? I I don't know. Have another heart attack? Have an accident? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, saying. Like get to the bathroom in time? I'm just saying, for future reference, if they have to deal with that again, they should tie up both parties. His IBS is going to act up, and then all <laughs> of a sudden there's going to be poop in his pants? They, so they switch backs and everything's fine. And then Angel takes the old man's conjuring stone in his hand, and he crushes it, and he's horrified. He's like, no, you can't do that. You don't deserve that body. Mm-hmm. And Angel says, funny, I was going to say the, th- the same thing to you. And he's like, I'll tell you why you have a weak heart, Marcus. You never use it. <gasps> Boom. Drop the mic. And then Marcus starts to have a heart attack as they mm-hmm. leave. And then as they're leaving, they say what's up. And then he's like, dad's not feeling too good or something like that. Yeah. Now them walking down that hallway out of that room and that scene, is that the walking down the hallway in the opening credits? Um, and it looks like it. Or do they just do that a lot? No, I think that's from episode two. Okay. Or episode one of that season. But I can't remember. I'll have to watch the opening again. I didn't watch it because I have seen it 5,000 times and it just... Yet it like, doesn't help you with answering my question. Nope, sorry. Kind of the epilogue of the episode Mm -hmm. brad is in the courtyard reading in the dark somehow (laughs) it's like pitch black out there she's gonna need glasses at some point yeah and then angel comes out to chat with her right she says uh you're the man who can have everything but love and you know maybe in some ways you're better off because um, love is, it's everything, but it's also heartache and disappointment, and those are good things to avoid. And Angel's like, yeah, you know, I was gonna tell you everything, but it seems like you figured it out yourself. And she's like, Cordy told me what was really going on, and he's like, it's probably better that way, because I probably would have messed it up. And she's like, yeah, she said that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cordelia. Um, but then Cordelia interrupts them to tell them that Will is on the phone. And she's really happy because Buffy's alive. <gasps> and Angel looks at Fred, and then he looks at Cordelia, and then he runs away. <laughs> and then Fred goes. Yeah. Fred's left alone in the courtyard, and she's like, who's Buffy? Yep. Or no, she doesn't even say who. She, says, she, says, she Buffy? says Buffy. And then that's at the end. Then they roll the credits. Yeah. And then the countdown starts for the next episode. You know what's terrible? Uh, a lot of things. Cancer. <laughs> Um, about this in particular uh, okay about this situation because they had gone to different networks now yeah they couldn't do as many crossovers 
Okay. So we never got to see Angel and Buffy have that reunion after Buffy was back from the dead. Oh. And I'm extremely bitter about it forever. But they could have shared. Did they really go to different networks? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. Buffy is on UPN now. Season six and seven was UPN and Angel is still on the WB. What? Mm-hmm. Because Buffy wanted to do some darker th- explore some darker themes that mm-hmm. WB was not okay with. Well, they canceled them after season five or they had intended to end the show. Right. And then UPN was like, no, we want you. Okay. We'll pick you up again. And so they moved to the to UPN and they were like, hey, you can do it's whatever nice the hell you want here. dumped that you find somebody that wants you, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's great. But yeah, but because of that, because the, the networks were split, they couldn't do as many crossovers. So they had to like really pick and choose their crossovers and... They could not show. Because they'd be stealing Buffy away from her filming and Angel right. away from his. Because their, blah, blah, their blah. schedules weren't as synced up anymore. They still did some crossovers. Like, there's, like, Willow goes to Angel in season four. Angel comes to Buffy in season seven. Like, they still do mm-hmm. something. Faith on. So Spike went from Faith CW on, to. Well, U- Buffy, Buffy to... was over at that point. Spike is on Angel after Buffy's over. Oh, okay. Season five takes place after. Oh, season that's right. Seven. He's gone in the ring in the fi- in like the final. Okay, yeah. you're right. Um, he's there all the way to the end. Yep. I forgot. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. But yeah, like they still like Faith is still doing stuff. Anyway, there's there are crossovers. They're just not as plentiful prominent. as they could have been. Yes, but considering yes. how much I love Buffy and Angel stuff, I'm very bitter that I never got to see their. You should be their post death reunion. There is a comic that I have that's kind of a cute comic where it's the Scooby gang sitting around and mm-hmm. I think the angel crew sitting around and they're all imagining how the reunion's going mm-hmm. like from their perspectives. And they all like think out these, like some of them think out really funny scenarios. Some of them think out really dramatic scenarios. And then they both get back to their respective places and they're like, how was it? And I'm like, it was fine. Like they don't talk about it at all. Right. So <laughs> that's like a cute comic, but I still want to know. <laughs> I want to know what, I don't want to know what Josh would have done. I know. Joss. Joss. Joss, what would you do? Show me. Film it, please. Even though they're older now, I don't care. Wow. Anyway, fun fact time. I guess more fun facts, because that was already kind of a fun Those fact. were kind of fun, yeah. Uh, the films that Angel takes Fred to see are The Omega Man and Soylent Green. Soylent Green. Is that the documentary? Nope. Both science fiction films released in the early 70s, starring Charles and Heston. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> There's a science fiction film called Soylent Green. Uh-huh. Soylent Green, that is a very taste, nasty food product that you can put on toast. Soylent Green is about eating people. Oh, okay. Is that where they bury people in the back and they're growing them, like in the dirt? I, don't I think know, I never, may have seen I've never movie. seen it. But okay. they just say, like, it's people. Oh, it's Soylent Green is people. I think I may have seen this movie. But no, Soylent is some weird protein drink. Right. Is that what you're thinking of? Yes, that's, that's supposed exactly to be a meal replacement. Because when that came out, all I could think of was Soylent Green is people. And everyone was like, <laughs> I'm having Soylent for lunch. And I'm like, ooh, you're eating you're people. You're eating people. When Angel and Cordelia investigate the gym, Angel asks if there's any steroid use since the only remains of the victims are skin. Cordelia also asks if they have seen anyone green and scaly. And this is in reference to the episode of Buffy called Go Fish, where the Sunnydale High School swimming team inhaled steroids and became green, scaly fish monsters. 
and left their skins behind. Okay. They shed their skin. Yep. And they became like whatever sea monsters. What is that movie called? The really old one. Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's what they kind of looked like. I definitely haven't seen this movie. Kimota, a part of what Marcus says to transfer bodies, is reference to British superhero Marvel Man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just fun fact, I guess. Marvel Man. Yep. The German title of this episode is... I'm not going to say it, but it is called... (laughs) (laughs) This is is the worst (laughs) fun fact you've come up with yet. The German title of this game is... Well, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) But it is translated to The Spirit of Marcus. Okay. And the French one is translated to An Angel's Skin. Mm. Ooh, sexy and gross. During this episode, it can be seen that... That each member of Angel Investigations now has a personalized business card. <laughs> I, I didn't. I forgot I had a fun fact about the business cards. Except Angel, presumably due to his lack of surname. It can also be seen that Cordelia's title is Senior Associate, which may be due to the fact that she's one of the founding one of the founding members of the agency. Oh, very nice. So our double count is two because yeah. it's a swap. Unless you want to count the other three dudes that he swapped with first but well then we only saw one we only saw one of them so it'd be three yeah with the knowledge of two extras yes like all the clone extras that's true um but yeah i would say two officially Hmm. yeah cool two officially i would officially like you to Go to iTunes and rate or review us so that people can find our show, especially if you enjoy us. <laughs> I hope you do. And if you don't want to go to iTunes to rate or review us, or you've already done that, and you still enjoy the show, spread the word on Twitter using the hashtag SeeingDouble. You can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. You can email us at CDoublePodcasts at gmail.com with any suggestions, comments, or stories. And I'd like to throw a shout out to Nick, who sent us an email answering a question (laughs) from last week's episode, right? It was last week's? Yeah. And he liked to tell us that, uh, that they, that Stephanie was correct. They were singing Bittersweet Symphony in Archie. In the Riverdale confirmation scene. Yep. Of Destruction. I believe when we were recording that, I did go, of destruction, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I did. Yeah. You can follow Steph on all her socials at Steph plus verb. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we will not be having an episode because Stephanie will be out of town and we just can't seem to nail down a time to A, nor for her to A, do homework and B, be able to record i'll be gone for a week so so yeah so we're gonna take a week off but until next go enjoy celebrating captain america's birthday on july 4th it's his birthday he'll be 101 okay he was born on the 4th of july mm-hmm. is this when he was switched no no no. steve rogers birthday is it's july 4th. 4th really yeah that's a fun fact uh-huh. <laughs> i guess yeah. until next time i'm stephanie kretz 
And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. <laughs>